Jekyll, Mr. Hyde on line one. Dr. Jekyll, line one. Oh, there you are, Dr. Olin. Is there something you need, Nurse Joel? If you have a moment, I seem to have the wrong charts for the patient in room A10. Let me take a look. Hmm. Yes, Miss Laurel. I remember her. She came in with the blue and black dress, didn't she? That's the thing, Doctor. According to this chart, it says she came in with a white and gold dress. I don't remember that. Why did she come in again? Hmm. According to the charts, a water skiing accident? In a dress? Dr. Olin, I have to speak with you right now. What seems to be the problem, Dr. Noel? These patient charts are completely off. For instance, my patient, Mr. Yanni, in room F16, it says here he's twisted his ankle in a tango competition. Ow! That doesn't sound too strange. Lots of people get hurt in dancing. Maybe, but not many tango dancers perform wearing a swimsuit. A swimsuit? I think we may have found our man. I'm assuming you have someone on your chart who got hurt in a water sport wearing fancy clothes. That's what it looks like. I'll go talk to the emergency room front desk and get things sorted out. Sounds good. While we wait for him to fix this mess, want to listen to the radio? Sounds good to me, doctor. Do you think it's going to be all right, Mr. Jacobs? Ah, don't worry, Olin. It just looks like one of the wires is fraying and it's shorting out. I'll have to find a replacement wire, do a little soldering, and it should be good as new. I didn't mean to break it. I know you said to be careful with it, and I guess I wasn't careful enough. I don't think you're to blame, Olin. It was bound to happen eventually. Today was just its day. Do you have what you need to fix it? I'm pretty sure I do. I'll go check. I'll be right back. Okay. I'll just sit here, I guess. Hi, Olin. What's going on? Oh, hey, Noel. Hey, Joel. Mr. Jacobs and I are trying to fix this old toy. Old toy? Huh. Operation. I think I've seen this before. You have to use tweezers to pull plastic pieces out of the board without touching the sides, right? Yeah, and if you do touch the sides, the buzzer goes off. At least, that's what's supposed to happen. Mr. Jacobs is getting the stuff we need to fix it. So, what are these pieces that you're supposed to get out of here? Butterflies in the stomach, wrenched ankle, Charlie horse? These can't be real. I don't think so. I've never heard of people having to go to the hospital to get butterflies removed. But why would they have them in this game if they weren't real? I don't know. A lot of stuff doesn't make sense, especially when it comes to things people make for kids. Yeah, like homework. That's not what I meant. Yeah, yeah. So, what do we want to do while we wait for Mr. Jacobs to get back? We can listen to the radio. Good idea. Now we let the solder cool down, and that should do it. Thanks, Mr. Jacobs. I was worried that your operation game was broken for good. Fortunately, Olin, things were made to last back when I got this game, and they were a little easier to figure out how to fix. Speaking of figuring out things, I had a question about this game, Mr. Jacobs. Oh, really? What's on your mind, Joel? It's the names of the stuff you're supposed to pull out of the board. Stuff like water on the knee and writer's cramp. People don't really get pencils and buckets stuck in their bodies, do they? <laughs> no, at least not usually. A lot of these pieces are plays on words. When we say someone has water on the knee, it means their knee is swollen. What about butterflies in the stomach? That's what people call that tickly feeling in your belly when you get nervous or excited. 
the blood vessels and muscles start to get tense and it feels like they're wiggling around like butterflies flapping. That's kind of weird. Yeah, our bodies do a lot of weird stuff. No, I meant the names. Why couldn't they just call it what it is? Like, tense tummy or, I don't know, a swollen knee? I think people like using names to describe things. Noelle's right. People have used names that way for thousands of years. Wait, thousands of years? That's right. In the Bible, you'll see all sorts of places and people getting names that describe the events or feelings going on at the time. Hold on. Names of places I can understand, like Rocky River or Mount Pleasant, but I didn't know people names had meanings. Some of them do. Like, isn't your cousin named Joy? Well, yeah, I guess that's true. Actually, all names have meanings. My name, Lionel, means Little Lion. Still, that's a pretty easy name to figure out. It sounds like Lion. What about my name? Let's look it up. Ah, huh, apparently your name means Relic of your ancestors. Wow, that's pretty intense. Well, I'm guessing Noelle's name has something to do with Christmas. And you'd be right. Yeah, figures. What about Joel's name? Hmm, Joel was a prophet in the Bible, so I'm assuming it's a Hebrew name. Ah, it means Jehovah is his God. The what is his God? Jehovah. It's one of God's names. Hold on. God has names? I thought... God was his name. It can be, but God has a whole bunch of names that describe him a little better than our word in English. Like what? Hmm. Well, let's see what we can find on the internet, shall we? All right. And while you guys do that, I'm going to listen to the radio. Have you found anything about God's names, Joel? Yeah, check out this list. Whoa, how many names is that? There are a lot of them, that's for sure, Noel. But why does he need that many, Mr. Jacobs? Interesting question, Olin. A lot of these names are, like we were talking about earlier, names that describe him. Jehovah Jireh means, my God provides. Elohim means, God the powerful. And Adonai means, the ruler, or the Lord. So when the Bible says, thus saith the Lord, it's really, thus saith Adonai? Maybe in some verses, but there's another name for God that the Hebrew writers honored so much that they often wrote it as L-O-R-D instead of saying it. Honored? <laughs> it means respect. We talked about that a few months ago. That's right. And this name is one that the Jews are very careful to make sure that it is only used in the holiest way possible. It's the name that God used to introduce himself to Moses in Exodus 3.14. I am who I am. Okay, but I'm curious. How do you show honor to a name? I mean, even if it's one of God's names, it's still just a name, right? That's an important question. And I would say some ways to show respect for all of God's names is to not use them in things like jokes or words to say when we are surprised or angry. God has shared these names to us so that we can be close to Him. And when we misuse them, it's not only disrespectful toward God, but it's hurtful too. Then I guess we shouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, when I was reading the Ten Commandments a while ago, I was wondering why the third one made God's name such a big deal. Now I guess I know. Yeah, thanks for explaining that all for us, Mr. Jacobs. Not a problem, Joel. Uh, do you guys have any other questions? Just one. And what's that, Olin? Do you think we could play with the operation game yet? Oh, right. <laughs> the solder should be set by now. Give it a try. Yep, it's ready. Wanna play, guys? 
Why not? How does it work again? First, you gotta shuffle the cars. Are you guys done with the radio? Yeah, I'll turn it off. 